How do you understand your company's reputation as an employer? Metrics vary from company to company, making it hard to benchmark your progress against competitors. This is where the Employer Brand Index comes in. It analyzes what employees, candidates, and alumni are saying about your company and quantifies these findings into a single score. We can even dive into your talent competitors to really understand how competitive your employer brand is. Our team of talent analysts collect all available data points, discover patterns, and deliver a report full of insights and recommendations. Want to know more? Go to employerbrandindex.co. Hey, Sansweiser! It's Jorgen Sundberg here with the Employer Branding Podcast by Link Humans, London's Employer Branding Agency. Today, we're going to chat about bringing recruitment and marketing together to lead the future of talent acquisition. Now, while you're listening to this, please, please, please do us a favor and leave a review in the podcast app on your iPhone and you will automatically be in the draw to win a bottle of champagne. Good luck and let's start the show. Laurie, Sylvia, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you today? I am fantastic. Please let our listeners know who you are and what you do. Well, thank you, Jorgen, for letting me join you on this awesome podcast. Um, my name is Lori Sylvia. I am the founder and CEO of Rally Recruitment Marketing, and we are an online community that shares ideas and best practices around recruitment marketing and employer branding to help practitioners learn new skills and advance in their careers. Great. And I think uh, the tagline is, uh, well, the tagline on your LinkedIn profile, I think, is bringing recruitment plus marketing together to lead the future of talent acquisition. That's a, that's a good ambition. I like that. So when did you start the uh, rally marketing, uh, recruitment marketing community, I should say, and, uh, and why? I started Rally last year, um, about a year ago this time, and, and we first had a beta over the summer, and then we officially launched in September of 2017. And, um, well, the reason why I started Rally, I guess, is a little bit of a story to it. Um, before I, I started Rally, I was the chief marketing officer at Smashfly Technologies, which provides a recruitment marketing platform. Yep. And I joined there in 2014. And, um, and and when I joined, at that time, recruitment marketing wasn't a new term. It had been used for, for some time, but it really wasn't well understood. And so my team and I set out to help educate the market about what was recruitment marketing and, of course, why you needed technology to help you do recruitment marketing. So along those few years that I was there, um, I noticed that uh, it was taking an awful lot um, to teach people about recruitment marketing, that it, these are really, a lot of them are new concepts. A lot of the folks who are involved in talent acquisition and in HR don't come from a marketing background. Um, and so there was a lot more market education than I think any one particular vendor 
could really do. And so that led me to um, to leave um, the great team that I had formed at Smashfly and and go off on my own and start this company called Rally and try to work across the industry with all of the vendors in this space, um, really to help upskill the folks who are in TA and, a, and HR with skills around marketing and branding, which I fundamentally believe are required for the future of talent acquisition. So that's interesting. You say that most people working in recruitment marketing, they don't really have a marketing or branding background. What type of background do they have? Do they come straight from uh, recruiting an HR? Well, it, it, it's there's a huge mix. So, um, so first of all, there's there's a there's a question I think that sort of, it, which is, is recruitment marketing a strategy or is it a, is it somebody's job? Is it a discipline? Mm. And it's actually both. Um, and, and it and it all depends on the company. So, one way to think about it is that um, there's a there's a marketing parallel that I like to use. That uh, you know, as a CMO, I, I would hire people in the last like five years who were dedicated digital marketers, and um, and these are people who had responsibility for managing the website, and they had responsibility for. Um, SEO and, um, and, and Google AdWords and other kinds of, you know, digital um, strategies. But before that, there wasn't somebody who had the title digital marketing. There were, you know, there, there were other people in the marketing team um, who had those kinds of responsibilities, but there wasn't somebody who had a profession called digital marketing. And so that eventually grew to be its own discipline. And now I, I, you know, I would challenge you to find really any B2B or, um, or even B2C, of course, uh, marketing team that doesn't have at least one or, or a team of people that are focused on, on digital marketing. And yet everybody else who's in the marketing team needs to have digital skills. I mean, Mm. You know, I wouldn't hire a person to be responsible for PR communications who didn't understand social media. I wouldn't understand, I wouldn't hire somebody to be head of content, you know, to write, to write content and do content marketing or email marketing who didn't understand SEO. And so it's, it's both, it's both, everybody needs to have these skills and, and, and for some, uh, it can be their, their full-time job. And so then the question is, well, how do you, where do you come from to have this job? to be um, a recruitment marketer or an employer branding professional. And what I'm finding with the rally community is that they're coming from everywhere, from all kinds of backgrounds. There isn't one path um, that it seems to be the, the standard path. So it's people who um, started out as a sourcer and they saw that nobody was really doing anything with the LinkedIn profile for the company or nobody was really you know, sharing um, jobs through the company's Twitter channel. And so they, they volunteered and they said, hey, I, I think I can do that. And, and that led them on a, on a recruitment marketing career. There's other people who have come from marketing into uh, recruiting and um, who, who cro- kind of crossed over, you know, and uh, now are working full time in, in the talent acquisition team and are bringing those uh, native marketing skills, but now are having to apply it 
to to the candidate audience. So there isn't one there isn't one path, and and this leads to like a, a whole set of challenges I think that exist today around recruitment marketing as a profession. Got it. And recruitment marketing doesn't seem like a new thing, or, or is it? By itself, it's not a new thing, but I think we have redefined what recruitment marketing is. I mean, years ago, it was really called recruitment advertising. Yeah. And so the one the one way that you did quote unquote marketing was really through advertising. And in, in my view, you know, there's marketing encompasses many different strategies and channels and tactics. And advertising is just one of those. Um, and branding to me is also just one of those. So, um, so, so I think it's, it's evolved from being an advertising only, um, strategy to now, uh, encompassing many more things that we have sort of in our, in our toolkit and, and, and the digital nature of marketing has really changed recruitment marketing. So, um, so it's not, it's not new, but then again, it's, it's updated. Yeah. Okay. And uh, you've been you've been talking about employer brand and recruitment marketing almost interchangeably here. What is the difference between the two, or is there a difference? I think there's a difference, um, and this is something that probably doesn't have unanimous agreement among people who are in uh, recruitment marketing. But first of all, you'll find that um, that the titles are totally different. And so some people have an employer branding title. Some people have a talent attraction title. Some people have a recruitment marketing title. Um, and when you dig into it, they're kind of all doing similar things. So, um, so in my view, I think that the overarching um, category, the overarching um, profession is called recruitment marketing. And I think that recruitment marketing is something that you do and employer branding is is something that an employer brand is something that you have it's an asset that you have and i think that you market your brand so uh, just like you know at and on the um, the b2c side or the the b2b side you know the the highest ranking um marketing person in those organizations is usually called the chief marketing officer. Now, in some B2C organizations, you might have brand yeah. uh, separate, but generally it rolls up into someone who is ultimately responsible for, uh, for, for marketing. Got it. Okay. And uh, if we look at challenges, what are some of the biggest challenges that you see facing recruitment marketing professionals right now? I, I talk to probably two to three recruitment marketers a week. I make it like a goal of mine, you know, as I'm building this community. And we already have 8,000 people in the community in just eight months, which is really amazing. Um, and I, I try to talk to two or three of them a week. And I hear consistently the same things. The first challenge is that nobody understands what they do. <laughs> and that is really difficult you know, most of them are the first person at their company to have this job. Um, most of them have created the job themselves. So by nature, they're really like pioneers, kind of go-getters. They're, 
they, they see an opportunity and they seize it. And that's great. But the next challenge then is helping everybody else to understand what it is that they do and the value that they, that they bring to, to their teammates and also to their leadership and to the organization. And I think it's because it, it is so new that um, it's so misunderstood and that I've, I, what, I'm, what I'm hearing from the community is that they need a way to demonstrate their value to, to the organization. And the only way that they're going to be able to advance in their career is if they can demonstrate their value. Yeah, for sure. The ROI is uh, ever more important. And so you mentioned the career. So what is the career path for someone who is a recruitment marketer or employer brand professional? I think it depends first on, on how they got into the role. I, like I said, some people are getting into the role through a social recruiting track. Others are getting into it through um, a career website track. Others are, are doing it through an employer branding track. So, so the first thing is, you know, what is that big um, need that you're stepping up to try to fill within your organization? And let's say that's the first thing that you probably master and, um, and add value back uh, to, to your, to your company. Um, I think that the career path for these folks is to become more comprehensive in their skill set and in their approach to recruitment marketing, and then to align what they do to the business goals. Um, and that's something that I'm coaching the folks in our community. And also we have mentors in, in rally recruitment marketing who are also coaching um, the, the new members in our community, which is, um, which is really to align yourself to the business, to the business goals. And as you do that, then you can take on more and more responsibilities and eventually you'll have a team. And there are a growing number of people who have a team now, um, which is amazing. And I think that the person who, who really understands recruitment marketing is going to become tomorrow's talent acquisition leader. And it's, it's one of the reasons why I see so many people who are talent acquisition managers and talent acquisition directors, as well as um, HR leaders, uh, joining the rally community and participating in rally because they understand that they also need these skills. So, um, so I think tomorrow's talent acquisition organizations will be led by people who have this marketing mindset. Yeah, because it, it's interesting. I remember talking to Simon Barrow, who came up with the whole employer brand approach about this. He said, uh, specifically for employer brand professionals, there is no clear career path because it sort of straddles uh, the marketing brand and uh, HR. So uh, just from my counterpart, so for the clients who we work with, they normally, when they move on, it will be they go down the marketing track or they go into the HR track uh, because I guess there's no vice president of recruitment marketing or, or chief recruitment marketing officer, at least not yet, maybe one day, who knows? There, there are 
Uh, I haven't seen the chief recruitment marketing officer yet, but <clears throat> I have seen um, more and more VPs. Oh, okay. um, yeah, so it, it's happening. It, it really, it really is happening. And you know, a, a few years ago, I I was part of um, some research on talent acquisition leaders and who they who they were and kind of how they came to have their job. And a lot of them didn't grow up in um, in in recruiting that the folks who, who are talent acquisition leaders, many of them have come from other business functions. And so there's absolutely no reason why tomorrow's TA leaders can't come from the recruitment marketing path. And in fact, I think that they will because they, they, they get that today's candidates are, you know, socially engaged and digitally connected and they will have uh, more skills and better strategies on how to attract and recruit them into the organization. Got it. Okay. Right. So in order to, to prove, to justify the value of recruitment marketing, how should you go about measuring the effectiveness? How do we get the ROI? This is a great question. And it's, it's one of the most common questions that, um, that we see being asked in, in rally, um, because it's really, a, it's a personal question. It, it has an impact on, um, on them in their career. If you can't demonstrate your value, then people don't understand really who you are and what you're doing there. So, so how do you demonstrate your value? And, it's it's a bigger question than just simply like recruitment marketing analytics. I think that the best way uh, to demonstrate your value is by aligning yourself with what are the company's goals this year, and then what are the talent acquisition goals, and then what can you do to support those goals. So it needs to sort of be a cascading thing down to you. And, and as a recruitment marketer, you need to align yourself with those hiring goals and with your TA leadership's um, goals for this year. Now, this means tracking what you do all the way to hire. I don't think that it's very effective for recruitment marketers to focus on impressions and clicks and these kinds of things. Um, that's something that they should care about to know whether or not they're on the right track with their recruitment marketing campaigns. But ultimately, the question is, how are your campaigns translating into hiring the right people at the right time into the organization? And it's, this is a big challenge because we don't, all, we don't have all of the recruitment marketing technologies in place that can help us track that. Um, and attribution is one of the bigger challenges in marketing in general. Um, we could we could have a whole separate podcast just talking about attribution, but it's 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 a it's a big challenge for for B two B and B two C marketers. So of course it's a big challenge for recruitment marketers. Um, one of the things that we suggest is to if you can't track all the way back to hire. The first thing to look for is the number of phone screens. 
So this would be the equivalent of a sales accepted lead in, in the marketing world. So if, I, if I'm running marketing campaigns, how do I know that this is a qualified person that's somebody that my sales organization uh, wants to have a conversation with? And in marketing, that's called a sales accepted lead. Well, the equivalent of that is somebody that my recruiter wants to have a conversation with. And typically that, that's at the phone screen stage or the screening stage. So try to get at least to the screening stage. How many of the leads and the applicants that I drive through my recruitment marketing campaigns make it to screening? And that's, that is the first sign that you are contributing to pipeline and you're contributing to new hires. All right, and then you can work out the ratios from there, I'm sure. Okay, so that's uh, so you, basically you get people to get into the funnel, into the, the pros, get picked up by the recruitment team. And then over time, I guess you can also look at who actually got hired and what was the ratio of interview to, to offer to, to hire to being a, a star performer. I think that's the nirvana, but the challenge <laughs> we have is uh, we don't all have the resources to buy um, the technologies that can help us track all of that. So uh, for some, it's still a manual process. Yeah. But yeah, ultimately, you want to know um, how you are tracking to um, to new hires. Uh, that 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 when you can demonstrate that, then you can show the percentage of hires that are coming from your contribution. Great, yeah, and I think uh, also it's, it's, it must depend on the size of the organization. It's like, I, learned, I know a lot of talent acquisition um, people or recruiters who are very proud of some of the hires they've made into the organization. So uh, I suppose if you can track some of those people and, and where they end up and so on, that, that would be anecdotally really interesting. Right, so if we look into the future, what might the future TA team look like? I think that, first of all, talent acquisition leaders themselves are getting upskilled around recruitment marketing. Um, that's the first and most important thing is that the leadership themselves need need to have these skills. I, I, I kind of equate it to, you know, it was like, um, remember when we were in school and you know, we got sick and we missed a class. And then the next time we showed up in school, like the teacher was talking about something and we felt like embarrassed because we had no idea what they were talking about. And we really felt immediately that we were behind everybody else. Well, this is, this is actually happening um, with recruitment marketing. So the first thing is for the leader themselves to be um, really comfortable with recruitment marketing strategies. Um, and then I think that um, there will be dedicated people, and, and it might be one person, it might be a team of people, depending upon the, the size of the organization and the organization's needs, who are focused on this talent attraction uh, um, part of the funnel, everything before somebody becomes an applicant. So, um, so they, will, they will become a dedicated recruitment marketer. But I also think that all the recruiters and sourcers and even the recruiting operations folks, everybody else in the organization needs to also have these marketing skills. They need to really understand how to reach and connect with today's candidates who are on their mobile phones, who are on social media, 
who are leveraging uh, word of mouth and and reviews and and all of these kinds of things. So you know, and who are using Google to search for jobs. So so everybody in the organization um, needs to understand recruitment marketing. But I do believe that there will be more and more people who are choosing this profession, and and eventually over the next three to five years, we'll start to have small teams that will grow underneath them. Great. Okay. So that's it. Final question. Where can our listeners learn more and uh, where can they connect with yourself, Laurie? Well, I invite everybody to come to rallyrecruitmentmarketing.com. It's, um, it's a free community that's open to everyone who wants to learn about recruitment marketing strategies and gain new skills. Um, and we have lots of content and we're, we're also doing events. Um, so come to rallyrecruitmentmarketing.com. And if you want to connect with me personally, please um, find me on LinkedIn or Twitter and uh, would love to make the connection with you. Great. All right, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much for your time today. You're really welcome, Jorgen. It was great to speak with you. All right, I hope that was useful. Everything Laura and I discussed will, of course, be in the show notes article, which you'll be able to find at employerbrandingpodcast.com. And make sure you check out Rally Recruitment Marketing at rallyrecruitmentmarketing.com. Gotta love that URL. Now, to make sure that you stay up to date on all things employer brand, podcasts, articles, research, infographics, events, plenty there, Go to linkhumans.com and sign up to our newsletter. Just scroll down the page and you'll see the sign-up form. Now, if you find this podcast useful, hopefully you do, please do me a favor and write a review in Apple Podcasts. Just an honest review will do. It really helps us to get in front of more people. And we're currently running this, uh, shall I say, competition. I don't want to use the word promotion. Uh, whatever works for you, you can win a bottle of champagne if you leave a review and uh, someone will be picked at random in two weeks time. So uh, many thanks in advance for leaving a review and best of luck in this uh, draw. And of course, feel free to check out the Employer Brand Index, which is of course our approach to measuring a company's reputation as an employer from the perspective of candidates, employees, and alumni. And of course, you can use this to compare your organization to talent competitors, which makes it very, very interesting. Check it out at employerbrandindex.co. So that's employerbrandindex.co. And uh, you can also reach out to me if you'd like to see a sample report. And uh, I'm at jorgen at linkhumans.com. Right, that's it for this week. Many thanks for tuning in. Look forward to catching up next week. Hey, doll. So there's one quote that means um, a lot to me uh, because at least for myself, I know like I work really hard and I get caught up in uh, in in all the things that I that I have to do in my work life and in my personal life. And so, um, and so I, I wrote, uh, Lori enjoy every day, um, as a quote, and I had it inscribed on the back of my iPod. And so, because I'm always listening to music and, and my iPod is something that I 
I have with me, just like I, I usually have my phone with me. So that, that's my reminder to, to kind of slow down and enjoy, enjoy, the, journey, enjoy the journey. Lori, enjoy every day.